Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Brought to you by the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Hello, friends. Jack, Flight School O'Brien here, uh, also known as Jack. Still can touch Ned if I get a running start and haven't eaten heavy breakfast, O'Brien. Uh, both nicknames that I go by inviting you to check out miles and Jack got mad boosties for a weekly basketball conversation with me and my co-host from the daily zeitgeist miles gray. We are joined by comedians, writers, podcasters, and fellow NBA fans. As we discuss the latest news and events from around the league, check it out. Miles and Jack got mad boosties brought to you by the first ever Toyota grand Highlander. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Friday edition of primetime action here on VSIN. Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, and Wes Reynolds on the desk with us here on a Friday, taking you home as we take a look at not one, not two, but three different NHL playoff games tonight. Two basketball games. We'll, t- we'll touch base with what's going on over in the golf world as well. See if Kelly is still drunk with power with his first-round leader bet that he won yesterday as well. And, Wes, let's kick things off here because we do have a 4 o'clock Pacific 7 Eastern face-off here in the Rangers and Penguins. The Rangers are minus 130 road favorites here over the Penguins. You're catching plus 110 on the Penguins in this one. And if you're looking to play a total there's a six available out there if you want an over. There's six and a half available out there if you want an under. Yeah, no Sidney Crosby, by the way, for the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight. And really, the scoring chances, uh, and this was uh, Sport Logic, I believe Andy McNeil wrote this up at vcin.com. The scoring chances with uh, Crosby on the ice have been 58 to 18 in favor of the Pittsburgh Penguins. So obviously, this is a difference maker. You never want to overreact to injury, but based on the numbers, it is an absolutely huge difference. So, uh, Rangers stayed alive in game five. I think that they have the better goaltender, even though the numbers don't indicate that it's really been the defense in front of Igor Shesterskin that have led, that has let him down, but Rangers down three to two, trying to stay alive, force a game seven, no bet for me tonight. I do have Rangers in the series. The second game, about a half hour after that one, the Panthers and the Capitals, the Panthers 
are minus 165 road favorites in this one over the Capitals. It is plus 145 on the Capitals if you are looking to play them. And it is a six and a half total in this one. Yeah, and uh, Capitals obviously trying to stay alive and uh, force a Game 7 here. They had a 3 nothing lead on the road in Game 5. And in the old school classic NHL, you had a 3 nothing lead. It's over. Well, it's a it's a yeah. wrap. And especially when you're taking a puck and a half, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I need five goals to beat me. Well, what happens? The Florida Panthers get <laughs> five goals and end up winning five to three. So now back in D.C., I did play a little bit small on the Capitals, and you could take the puck and a half if you want, minus 160. That's not a sure thing, though. It used to be a lot more value in the Stanley mm-hmm. Cup playoffs of taking the goal and a half, especially when the total is getting bet to the under. You're not seeing many totals get bet to the under. I, I think it's something like 19 and seven this week. I may be off by a game or two, but it has been over, mm-hmm. over, 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 over. It's not like it used to be where you had totals at five juice to the under. You're getting six and a halves and even sometimes the opener of seven juice to the under. But I do like Washington a little bit small tonight. We need more more sumo goalies, Kelly, is all we need just to make sure that we can get some Or of some of these defensemen to, like, stay yeah. in their zone and not get out. Because uh, it was uh, Nick Kiprios, uh, the former Toronto Maple Leaf, and also was on that 1994 oh, Stanley Cup uh, Finals winning team with the New York Rangers. He was on VEASAN earlier this week on Follow the Money with Mitch and Paul, and he's like, these guys are just taking chances. I don't know if necessarily the officials are calling more penalties because I don't think that they are because the officials in the playoffs in hockey do not really like to call. They'll let things go unless it's just egregious and right in front of them. Then they'll call the penalties and put a team on the power play. But you're seeing these defense or defensemen take gambles, get out of the zone, and it's just a different style of hockey because back in the day when Kiprios was saying he was playing, he was like, you know what? If I would have did that, I wouldn't have gotten another shift mm. for like another two periods so it's just a different world out there very hard to bet unders right now in the Stanley Cup playoffs we do have a few first pitches that are coming here momentarily so I do want to get those lines out to you if you want to play uh in about two or three minutes here first pitch is coming in the Astros and the Nationals that's Framber Valdez versus Josiah Gray uh Valdez and the Astros are minus 150 road favorites over the Nationals plus 130 if you want Gray in the Nationals eight is your total there? Then seven ten Eastern. We got the Mariners and the Mets. That is Marco Gonzalez and Max Scherzer. Scherzer a massive minus two sixty favorite there for the Mets. Plus two ten on Gonzalez and the Mariners on the road. Seven and a half is your total. Seven ten Eastern. We got the Blue Jays and the Rays. Kevin Gosman and then Drew Rasmussen going tonight. Gosman and the Blue Jays are plus one. I mean, are minus one twenty five on the road. As favorites, plus 105 on the Rays at home. A flat seven is your total there. 710 Eastern Orioles and Tigers. Jordan Lyles for the Orioles. Eduardo Rodriguez for the Tigers. Eduardo Rodriguez and the Tigers are minus 165 home favorites in that one, plus 145 on Lyles and the Orioles. And then we have uh, about 10 minutes. Uh, after all those first pitches, about 7.20 Eastern, we have the Padres and the Braves. That is you Darvish for the Padres, Max Freed for the Braves. So a nice little pitching matchup in this one. Freed minus 150 at home as a favorite and then plus 130 on the Padres on the road. As underdogs, a flat seven, the total there as well. Again, those are all the seven Eastern hour first pitches. We'll, we'll swing back around, but Wes, I do want to get your, your thoughts on the final hockey game that we have tonight, nine 30 Eastern, the flames and the stars, the flames are minus minus one fifty five 
road favorites. So three road favorites tonight mm-hmm. over in the NHL. Minus 155 road favorites there for the Flames. Plus 135 on the Stars at home. This is, uh, I said that you really can't bet unders in the playoffs. This is maybe the series where you can, and it's being juiced heavily to the under at five and a half because the Dallas Stars have only scored eight goals in five games. And we knew going in they were going to be offensively challenged. Uh, By the way, two of those eight goals were scored on an empty net. So they've only scored more than two goals in one game out of the five in this series. Neither team's been very good on the power play. Dallas, just seven high danger chances with the man advantage in this series so far. Jake Ottinger, uh, Uh, or Edinger, who's been in goal for the Stars. He's probably been really the MVP of this series, even though the Stars are facing elimination down at home in Big D. But Jacob Marstrom's been pretty good. 95.2 save percentage for Calgary. So, you look, I got to think. I'm not going to bet the under now that it's juiced so heavy to like minus 140 I'm seeing in some places. But I kind of think that that's the right thing. I'm leaning a little bit Calgary Flames laying, laying the price on the road. I have not bet that yet. But Dallas just really struggles offensively and I think Calgary's been the better team they just you know kind of got some random puck luck against them in a couple games but I think that they close it out tonight over in the NBA and we will at the uh, start of segment number two be talking to Drew Densick. we'll get his thoughts on the NBA tonight as well maybe some thoughts on the NFL as well now that the schedule is out but at 7 30 Eastern 4 30 Pacific we got the Celtics and the Bucks Celtics looking to hold on here in this series, you can find a one if you want the Bucks. You can find a one and a half if you want the Celtics out there. Two twelve and a half is your total in this one. This feels like a trap, Wes. It feels like a trap. I kind of feel like mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I'm. Uh, you know, listen, I've got a Bucks series, so I'm just going to sit back and, and watch this thing. I'm going to be rooting for the Bucks for sure. You see that small number. You see that they're at home. It just feels a little trappy to me. Yeah, I have Buck series as well, and I did play small on the Celtics at mm. plus two, and the twos were available earlier today. But you got to give – I give Bud some credit, though, because he had in game five, he had Greek Freak Giannis mm. uh, along with Bobby Portis. So he tried to go with a big lineup down the stretch, and what did it do? The Celtics couldn't get a rebound late in the fourth quarter because, I mean, you're, you're having Horford in there and Williams, and those guys just are at a size disadvantage. So so they're just killing Boston, really, on the glass. Every, everybody kind of remembers Drew Holiday taking Marcus Smart's mm-hmm. soul on that block and then also that steal on the last possession of the game. But uh, I, I do I do like Boston a little bit in the spot because I, I looked at that line, and it's right in line where it was game four, game five with the home court factored in. Did not play the total, small lean to the over. I think a lot of times when you get an elimination game, betters are really tempted, Matt, to bet the under mm. on these games. And oftentimes I think that creates a little bit of value in the over. Didn't necessarily work with Miami and Philadelphia last night as that was a low-scoring game. But uh, if you look, Boston, I do think, has at least found a stride offensively. I think they're at 116.8 per 100 possessions over the last two games. Uh, so they've been 1.16 or better per possession in three out of the last four games. So Celtics finally found some offense because we recall back in game one where I think they were, what, like 29% from two-point range. All their shots were challenged. They couldn't hit any threes. But the offense has picked up a little bit here. I still like the Bucks in the series, but I did uh, hedge a little off, took Celtics tonight plus two. Robert Williams was questionable to go in this one, not going to be able to go. So uh, if you were thinking that he might be out there to try to slow down Giannis in this one, 
not going to be able to go. This isn't anything to do with why he missed earlier in the season. This is that bone bruise that is keeping him out of this one. Kelly, nothing for me in this one. Like I said, obviously big rooting interest there for the Bucks on my end, but nothing nothing singularly tonight. Yeah, me either. The uh me either in if take away the series bets, Matt, I don't think I'd have a bet on this game uh anyways. You know, like on like last night, I think I would have been on the heat if we didn't have those series bets already, but we've got the Bucks series bets. Nothing for me on this game sidewise though. I do agree with Wes, I would lean to the over on this. I that was it did I was caught a little by surprise checking checking out on that total earlier. I thought it was a little low myself, Wes. So I, I can get with you there. And the other one, the other name you mentioned, I don't think there I got close to I've got a couple props in the late game, uh, but nothing in this early one. The one I did get close to p- pulling the trigger on though was Bobby Portis over mm-hmm. points and rebounds. I just think like you kind of talked about Wes, I, I think with what Milwaukee saw at the end of that game I I don't know why you would change it up for you know at least certain situations in the game. You want to go big where they can't possibly match you now that Robert Williams is off the court. The other thing to keep in mind with that from a prop standpoint is Bobby didn't even shoot well last right. game. He was four for fourteen. And you're seeing field. Portis in more late minutes in the game than you are Brooke Lopez. I think Brooke Lopez only played like twenty minutes in in game number five. So you're seeing the bulk of those minutes because Lopez is the starter. So you're seeing the bulk of the minutes early but Bobby Portis getting them late yeah I the total was interesting to me I actually did kind of lean a little bit towards the under I mean the 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 Celtics shot 50 percent from the floor in last in uh, last game shot about 33 percent from three which is a little bit under where they normally are but you look and there was an outlier certainly on the Buck side that shot 45 percent from three comes in at 217 on that total I think 212 and a half is about right if anything maybe a little bit to the under for me but again no real play. We'll talk more about this one with Drew Densick and the late game as well. Primetime action here on a Friday. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds. They're like, you know, it's really good. Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, gonna, not, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton? Is a is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of the. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to like you know Lil Durk, and you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you? T- why are you telling me the whole time? <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Primetime action here on a Friday. Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds on the desk. Kelly Bidlin behind the glass between the, on the brakes, man. Just if they could see the stuff on the brakes going on here. Finding out <laughs> wardrobe malfunction stuff. Like, yeah, like the, this, the mad dash this, for you guys this, to get earpieces in. Yeah. The, this code isn't made with a pocket on the right side. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's what, like, can, we, can we talk about that for real? Just, I mean, you literally don't have a pocket on I the right side? stick it in, in here, right? Like the, yeah, because you're on that yeah, side of yeah. the desk. There is, there's no pocket on this side. So now the thing just has to kind of live sitting next to me on the chair. At any given moment, we're playing with fire. It could just fall off. What about on the outside of the jacket? Yeah. You got a pocket. There? There, 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 well, there is, but that was, you know, we didn't have enough time to get to, to get that to get that done. So, All right, so you, know, you might hear Drew this segment. We, Good. At, for right now, I can, and we, you know, if I look super blank at the camera, you guys will know that that's uh, that that's not the case. You can find his great work over at NBC Sports Edge. He's got the uh, he's also got the Deep Dive podcast as well. You can find him on the Twitter machine at Whale underscore Capper. He is the great and powerful Drew Densick. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I appreciate you guys having me as always. Great to talk to you on a Friday. Great Friday where we have a couple of really exciting NBA games. So uh, looking forward to the tonight. Looking forward to the weekend. I uh, hope you guys are having fun out in the desert. So far, so good. It's getting it's getting back to the weather here that I enjoy, which is which is hot. And so like oh. that's that it's good for me. It's good for me. It was 66 earlier in the week, Drew, and I can't I can't deal with that. Yeesh. Yeah, no. I no, bring on the heat. Bring yes, on the heat. It's seriously. getting it's getting hot around here too. It's beach weather. Uh, absolutely no complaints. Thinking thinking like high eighty five tomorrow here down at the yeah, beach. Yeah, there is, you uh, go. Pretty awesome in May. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. All right, so we do have a tip off here in about fifteen minutes. As we sit right now, you can find a one. You can find a one and a half, depending on which side you want to play here. A total of about two twelve and a half. What are we looking at here from your perspective? So count me on team green team. I'm a green teamer. 
Uh, and that is the Celtics green, not the Bucks green, I guess. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, they're both uh, the green, Kelly right? green, not yeah, the yeah, dark yeah. green. <laughs> I think of, yeah, the bleeding green, green teamers. That all says Celtics for me. Uh, but, uh, you know, seriously, um, this series has been awesome. These games have been incredibly, incredibly close. Uh, I thought that the better team was the loser in each of the last two games. Honestly, uh, you replay the end of that Celtics game a hundred times. I think the Celtics probably win 75% of the time. The previous uh, outing, the Bucks had total control going into the fourth quarter. And then Al Horford just came out of a time machine and went nuclear on them uh, to pull away for the Celtics in, uh, in game four. So this thing is wide open. I'll take the dog price. I think we're seeing seven games here. I was hoping to get a better money line um, than plus 105. Like I had aspirations of like plus 112, plus 115. That, that would have been uh, where I was ideally going to buy in here because it didn't really show because there's decent amount of two way action here. And I'm not going to get my money line price. I split my stake and I took some Celtics game six and I took some Celtics series at plus 212. Um, the series bet. Ultimately, I may buy out of it or at least shoot for the, you know, shoot for a middle in some way, um, expecting that you have tend tend to see in this series that the home team has been getting too many points. Um, And so I think, uh, you know, every realistic chance that we see seven here and that that game is quote close as well. um, I'm kind of, you know, also hoping for some shots on an under in that game seven, obviously, uh, you know, t- historically just, uh, you know, every single possession has an enormous magnitude and seriousness of, uh, and weight to it that tends to bog down, um, offensive flow and scoring in general in game sevens. And, um, you know, so some of this is, is hopeful that we get there. Uh, but boy, would I love, uh, uh, see the Celtics win tonight and, uh, have some, some cracks at, at a game seven market. Drew, I was actually going to ask you about the total tonight here for Game 6, and your obviously your explanation makes a lot of sense for Game 7. Just looking at the numbers here, I believe the first five games, uh, if you're looking for the first half total, I think it's been 102, 105, 96, 105, or 95, and 101. So the first half unders have been on a decent trend in both these Eastern Conference, including Miami and Philadelphia. Really in the first half, I think from Game 3 on, it's been on like a 15-3-1 trend since 20. 20- 20, but I look at this and I know, you know, this has moved up a little bit to 212 and a half because the first halves have stayed under and it stayed under the other night when that basket was waved off uh, late, but we're seeing kind of pace pick up in the second half. So is this something you're looking for an in game or just to kind of stay away here? Game six interested in your thoughts. No, I think that your breakdown and the insight that you just uh, kind of alluded to there is all spot on Uh, Celtics are slow starters in general. Um, they are fast finishers in general, and that has proven out in this series. Um, I haven't really felt like that the totals have been bettable in this series to this point, just because they've been very, very close to my numbers. Um, but I have seen some, some pretty influential money come through the market today on the over that is kind of driving it up to a degree for the full game, uh, total. Um, and you know, if there are any adjustments that the Celtics really press the button on for this one to try to get themselves in an advantage situation, um, I could see them trying to play a little bit more from, you know, a little bit more from a pace perspective, get, um, they, they, the Celtics have a, have the X factor in this series, in my opinion. Obviously, Giannis is a very difficult matchup, but I'm not looking past him and his impact for the Bucks. But the Celtics two-man game with Tatum 
uh, on ball and then either smart or Brown or Horford uh, screening um, that two man game is so, so, so effective. And uh, even when it's not working for getting Tatum a clean look, it is creating op- opportunities all around the perimeter for the Celtics shooters to get open, wide open looks from three. Uh, I think the Celtics look to lean on that type of offense more so than trying to generate anything in the post. Brooke Lopez is doing a tremendous job of rim protection as he always does in this series. And I think the Celtics make this more of a perimeter game offensively. So um, I wouldn't get involved with the first half under, even though that has been the trend in this series and with Celtics games in general. But uh, yeah, I think I, I would explain some of that over, you know, that the, over, the, the um, you know, the market makers and the totals have been doing quite well so far in the uh, NBA playoffs, I will tell you. And, uh, you know, they seem to be pretty dialed in on this being an over game. All right, Drew, we got the Grizzlies and the Warriors a little bit later. Right now, the Warriors sitting about eight-point favorites at home over the Grizzlies, 218, 218 and a half is the total in this one. A complete embarrassment. I said this on the show last night. I don't ever see eye-to-eye with Stephen A. Smith except for on this take that that was like one of the most <laughs> embarrassing performances maybe in the history of, of the playoffs for any team that we actually think is good, right? I mean, like everyone <laughs> thinks fair. that the Warriors That's are fair. good, you know, and like it's and so seeing that performance was uh, was something else here. Now, you know, eight points at home, two eighteen, two eighteen and a half. Do you feel this one is bettable? I do, um, and you're right. That was as embarrassing a performance as you'll ever see from a team that came into that game as um, you know top of the market uh, or you know co favorites to win the title uh, and just absolutely no showed. And, you know, if you kind of look closely at what happened in that first half and how it unraveled for them, it wasn't unsustainable. It wasn't, you know, was, it wasn't uh, unsustainable on the part of the Grizzlies. Like it really, like the Warriors were playing hard. Like they were running their best sets. They were running their, uh, you know, the offense that they have made so much hay with specifically in these playoffs. Now that they have sort of their core all healthy and it just was not working. Uh, Grizzlies were giving, you know, were, were, um, you know, were contesting threes. I thought very effectively Grizzlies were running offense right down the lane, right down their throats. You know, nothing that, uh, um, you know, golden state could do to stop them from getting to the rim. Um, and you know, they did have a little bit of positive variance from a shooting perspective, but they were awfully due considering how poor they had shot in the playoffs to that point. Um, I think that this is a lot more competitive game than market makes it at eight. Um, and I felt that way this whole series. I think this will be the sixth game in a row. I bet the Grizzlies in this series and they are five and one against the spread to this point. And the market refuses to give them the respect that I think they deserve. Even in the absence of John Morant, this is a team that plays outstanding defense uh, and has shooters that can knock down open looks. And, um, you know, if you want a puncher's chances, a dog, that's what exactly what you need to have. And, uh, you know, so I, I don't know that we'll see a game seven in this series. I'm hopeful that we do. Cause again, I, I would love an opportunity to get involved in a total there, but, uh, um, you know, the Grizzlies are a bad matchup for the Warriors and they have been every single game. Like you, you bounce the ball bounces a little bit differently in game one and game four. And this was a four, one Grizzlies series win, which is like tough to wrap your head around. Like if it was that close, why in the world are they almost double digit dogs on the road here? Um, so, you know, Warriors could go out play a clean game. Everybody shoots the lights out. Clay looks like, you know, he's gone into the time machine. Curry's, you know, making 10 threes and it's not competitive. Like that clearly is an obvious uh, potential way that this game could play out, but um, I'm fine sticking with my Grizzlies. Market's not correct in my opinion on this, uh, you know, on the, on the difference between these two teams and it never has been this entire series. So I'll just continue to ride that. 
You can find him over at NBC Sports Edge, Bet the Edge podcast, Deep Dive podcast, and on the Twitter machine at whale underscore capper. He is Drew Densick. Drew, good luck tonight on everything, my man. I appreciate you guys. Best of luck to you as well, and uh, enjoy the weekend. Yeah, enjoy that weather, buddy. You had the over, first five over in the Astros-Nationals game. Yeah, you're already a winner. Uh, Josiah Gray gets touched (laughs) up for five runs, and I had a small piece of the Nats, not liking that very much. I am with Drew. I'm glad that Drew is on my side here with the Memphis Grizzlies, though, at eight and a half this evening. Altuve leadoff homer, Brantley double, Bregman double, Brantley scores, Alvarez single, Bregman scores. Guriel, two-run homer, 5 nothing, in the top of the first inning. When we come back, we'll run through the rest of the baseball first pitches as well. We'll look at some NBA futures. Anything we want to talk about here on a Friday, it is primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Spring Special is here, and we learned it's still spring. How about that? For only $59, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VSIN.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. John Von Tobel will have his best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil's going to break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bet email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream, so you can see our pretty faces whenever you want. The cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July the 31st. Just head on over to vsun.com slash spring to take advantage of this offer. vsun.com slash spring. We were trying to figure out, like, you know, is this an, a dated read, Kelly? Because it says spring, and we found out that it's like, we still have, like, two whole months of spring. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't even listen to you read there because I've been arguing with the guys over headsets. Apparently, uh, yeah, summer doesn't start till June 21st, which just that blows, seems Even absurd. though it's supposed to that reach 100 absurd. degrees this weekend yeah, here in Las Vegas absurd. for about two days, then it goes back down to, like, barely over 80. We should get, we should get a different summer. It should be, like, time zones, and, like, we right. our summer starts mm-hmm. in May or whatever. June 21st through September 22nd is summer, technically. Mm. I don't know. You know what? Hard disagree. This, this is blowing my mind. You know what? Actually, Hard sorry. disagree yeah. on my, for so, me. So more of spring falls in May and June than it does April or March? That, that, it's nonsense. Again, it's nonsense. hard disagree <laughs> for me on that one. Uh, let's get to the rest of the MLB slate real quick in case you guys want to get in on any of this stuff. At 8.05 Eastern, we got the Red Sox and the Rangers, Nick Pavetta and Dane Dunning. Uh, Dunning and the Rangers are minus 120 favorites at home there over the Red Sox and Pavetta. They are even money as underdogs. Flat eight is your total. 8.10 Eastern, we got the Yankees and the White Sox. That's Garrett Cole against Vince Velasquez. Cole and the Yankees are minus 190 road favorites over the White Sox, plus 160 if you want Velasquez as a home underdog. Flat eight is your total there as well. 810 Eastern Guardians and the Twins, Aaron Savali and Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray is a minus 165 home favorite with the Twins. Uh, Savali and the Guardians are plus 145 road underdogs. Flat eight 
is your total there, 8.15 Eastern. Got the Giants and the Cardinals, Logan Webb and Jordan Hicks. Logan Webb, a minus-125 road favorite. Jordan Hicks still making that transition to a starter, plus-105 as an underdog there at home. Seven-and-a-half is your total. 840 Eastern Royals and Rockies, Zach Greinke, Kyle Freeland. Freeland and the Rockies are minus 140 home favorites, plus 120 on Greinke and the Royals as road underdogs. Ten and a half is your total because we're playing in Colorado. We got the Royals and the Rocky. I mean, we got the uh, Angels and the Athletics coming to you at 940 Eastern. That is minus 150 for the Angels on the road, plus 130 on the A's as home underdogs, seven and a half is your total there. Cubs and Diamondbacks at 940 Eastern. Drew Smiley, Zach Davies. Zach Davies and the Diamondbacks, minus 125 home favorites, plus 105 on Smiley and the Cubs. As road underdogs, nine is your total. And then last first pitch of the evening, 10-10 Eastern. Phillies and the Dodgers. Kyle Gibson, Walker Bueller. Walker Bueller, as you would imagine, a big minus mm-hmm. 225 home favorite there over the Phillies and Gibson. They are plus 185 road underdogs, eight and a half is your total there. Wes, let, let's run through all your bets on for the evening so that everybody, if anybody wants to tail you, they can... Uh, yeah, they can you're at a deficit a little bit right now with these baseball games. I do have the Marlins plus the, the money here. That started before the show. They're down one to nothing. Nationals, like I was saying, that's not going well. And uh, by the way, one thing I want to mention on that Phillies-Dodgers, if you bet it early in the day... You might have had Kershaw. There was a pitching change from Kershaw to Burel or not much of a change in Bryce, but we always say, you know, list your pitchers because if you don't, your your bets are action. That's why you have to say listed or you have to specify on your app uh, nevertheless. So uh, right now, just a, a couple baseball plays. I do have a uh, parlay with the, the Mets who are up early on the Mariners. Uh, Scherzer, a big favorite. Also parlayed it with the Tigers. That's still no score, by the way, in that game. The one hockey play I played, I mentioned at the top, were the Washington Capitals. And speaking of hockey, we do have our first tally of the evening. Jeff Carter gets on the board for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now one nothing. 5-15 left to go. Pens up 3-2 in this series. So a win, and they're going to close out the blue shirts. Kelly, you are on you are on some stuff tonight as well. Yeah, I got a couple props late, but I I, I just gotta mention, you know, whatever uh whatever, you know, Gil or yourself might be out, it's always great to have Wes in here because my man comes firing, man. He's got we've got NBA playoffs going tonight, NHL playoffs. Major League Baseball, he's got a WNBA play going tonight. Yeah, right now, uh, Dallas Wings down 10 to the Mystics. That was just kind of like the Mystics are 3-0 and right now. They've already played three games, and the Wings have only played one. So I thought that this price was a little bit heavy because the Mystics, of course, uh, Elena Deladon, their star player, uh, had been unhealthy, didn't play a lot last year, so she is back. Market's been kind of all over the place with this team, but that's what you would expect on a young WNBA season. You still have a fair amount of players, by the way that are overseas in Europe playing in the various uh, playoff uh, leagues and whatnot. And then uh, uh, certain players also uh, being unfairly detained, but I digress. Yeah, we uh, just a few prop bets for me tonight. Um, if you want to get get a little frisky and have fun with me uh, later on the late game tonight, I got a couple long shots there. But uh, starting on the Grizzly side, Jaron Jackson Jr. went over 24 and a half points and rebounds with him. We've seen him uh, out there scoring much, much more with Steven Adams on the court. And what it's really doing is drawing Draymond Green off of him. Draymond Green really playing more Steven Adams. 
It's freeing up Jaron Jackson Jr. to score a lot more. So uh, we've seen that. I expect the Warriors to try to take Steven Adams out of this game with pick and roll action tonight. So we'll see how this works out. Excuse me. But um, <laughs> I get a cough you button. Have, say, you have a cough button. We don't. So here's <laughs> the thing. Kelly gets to mute whenever he has to cough or sneeze or something like that. Wes and I, we're just sitting here going like, you have to run. Yeah, yeah you have to go yeah, to the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the uh, Rangers, by the way, could have used a cough button here. Brian Russ with a one-timer assisted by Gunsel. 2 nothing already. Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, blue shirts in a hole early. Man, I hate it. I really hope I was going to make it through that and you didn't catch it. But, yeah, you, you, you were all over it. Um, and then the one that played on, played on the Warriors side. We were talking about this a little last night, Matt. Mm-hmm. I think that I don't know what the Warriors are doing here a little bit with okay, the turnovers are killing them. Jordan Poole has not really helped with, with that. I will I will give them that. But we've seen this death lineup dominate when they roll all five of these guys out on the floor. And Jordan Poole, I'm not understanding how he's not getting the minutes, the shots, when he's arguably been the most important player for this team all season. So either prob- probably both these numbers I took at 25-plus or 30-plus, they're probably either both going to win or both lose miserably. Mm-hmm. I'm just banking on the Warriors finally changing the style of play that they're going to enter into tonight's game with because we've seen them fumbling around these those these last couple games and they were playing much better when Jordan Poole was getting more shots and more minutes in those first in those first uh, f- few games of this series he tallied up 31 points, 20 points, 27 points in those first three games, shooting over 50% or better from the field in all three of those games. I don't know. I think whatever they were doing in those games, you got to go back to that, and you got to go back to playing him more minutes on the floor. Only had 20 minutes in the last game. Yeah, that – listen, we're – you're trying to – I understand what you're doing here because it's one of those things where – Look, you'd rather just you'd rather bet on him having a game like we saw a month ago than than just him kind of like clawing over something like that. And agree, and it would have to be a, a difference in philosophy, right? Yes, on, on the way it would. They, yes, it had to be a difference in philosophy from the coaching staff. But listen, after that game, I understand. Look, is are we expecting anything relatively close at all to what we saw last game? No, we're not. But. After that performance, you do think they have, have to go mm-hmm. back to the drawing board at least a little bit and say, right. like, hey, is there anything we can do a little bit differently? And by the way, the guy that – I'm not going to say that got him there, but certainly it was a, ma- a very big reason yes. in getting there – Maybe we get this guy more minutes like we had earlier on in the it's season. It's just tough looking at box scores and see and seeing, you know, seeing uh I mean Clay Thompson, I'm sorry at this point, but I, I it's he's still not old Clay. He can make some big shots, he can get hot, he can do well from out there. But Jordan Poole is a more consistent player at this point in both the stages of their career. Yes. And to see Clay and Andrew Wiggins rack up all these more all these uh, minutes more than than Jordan Poole, I I just think is I think it's wrong and, and they gotta make an adjustment. Back to him. I know the the age isn't the same, but I'm wondering if it's kind of one of those things we're seeing almost with a Chris Paul deal, where it's right. like yeah. it's like the talent is there, but the body might not yeah. be there, and so it's like it happens every you third know, game. You know, JJ Redick uh, brought that point up on the telecast yep. last night. He's like, this has not been the Chris Paul, but it, mm-hmm. and but then he had the caveat: it hasn't been the Chris Paul in, in four games. Yeah. You know, a yeah. lot of turnovers, just not making any shots, and it's like you wonder. You never know when like father time is going to creep in on somebody because it does it very quickly. We will look at some of these series props as well. And in the six o'clock hour Pacific time, that is, we'll talk to Paul Carr 
about some soccer as well. And the games are going to be getting going here in just a minute. Tip off, it looks like, in about five minutes. We'll be on top of all the action here. Primetime action on a Friday. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. So, uh, ice cold. No, no, no. That's, that's, that's not Kelly. Kelly just completely left me out <laughs> to dry here on this, on this deal. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the born in a ballpark challenge presented by blue moon to compete for free cash 
all season long. And our weekly prediction pool to fight for your share of 62500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter, 21 or older. Only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as always, drink responsibly. Why would you give me the the, the stack of reads not in order? Why 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 would you, why would you just oh, why would you just give me a wad of papers? Boy, that, and then that is but throwing you under the just bus. So there, much Kelly. more needy. But than then Gil. they're but yeah, then, but then they're just... not but then they're not in order. Well, I, you know, I, figured, I figured it wouldn't take long to. I mean, the the schedule's in front of you. Well, so you got to read, match you gotta read them off title. the email like Gil does. I mean, this is no. Just... We got to print them out for him, Wes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. When like Matt them. hosts, you got to roll out the red carpet. Okay? I like them printed. I like to. I like to hold it. I like it. To, I like to feel like a. He part. likes the sheets collated and all that stuff. I, I like it to feel like a part of the show. Uh, we are at 4:46 Pacific, and we have still not tipped off here in this game. So, because we're on ESPN tonight and not on yes. TNT, it is yes TNT right on. Beca- because yeah. we need more green. Oh, in our are we lives, having a clock issue tonight in Milwaukee? I'm seeing the clocks rolled out to the four corners of the court. Yes, and that's what appears. It appears oh, the, o- the, the over, over the, the basket, basket clock. This is, is an issue. old school, like AAU summer yes. basketball. The clocks on the corners here. So uh, uh, we're about to get underway. By the way, uh, we're at the conclusion of the first period in Pittsburgh. Two nothing Penguins over the Rangers, uh, trying to eliminate the Blue Shirts tonight and six. As we mentioned over on the baseball side of things, there actually were a couple of games already going as well that we didn't mention. The Reds and the Pirates are already. Into the fifth inning, the Reds are up three to two. My Cincinnati Reds are not that bad when they play the Pittsburgh Pirates. I, yeah. I will say that they are hella competitive against the Pittsburgh Pirates. So look, uh, uh, they're they're on a little bit of a hot streak though. Now all the way up to eight and twenty-four. Uh, after I think what were they? What were they like three and twenty-two? Was that the uh, the nadir for this mm-hmm. uh, awful baseball team in Cincinnati? Tyler Stevenson's good, man. No, he is. Yeah, he is. I just wish that they had more good players because obviously <laughs> the Castellinis yeah. have sold off everybody. And uh, you know, the 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 uh, Phil Castellini, the son of the owner Bob Castellini, is like, well, you know, where are you gonna go? Well, maybe not to the ballpark in, in the Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. They're gonna go watch FC Cincinnati, a more competitive team in, in that city. So right now, three to two, uh, Mustakis with the home run in the top of the fourth. That's given the Reds a lead. And uh, the Brewers and Marlins were already underway whenever we started tonight as well. They are in the middle of the fourth. 1-1 tie there in that one. Good just, pitching matchup, Yeah, by just the two way hits here. for the Brewers in this yeah, one. Yeah, I've got, I've got the uh, Pablo Lopez and the Marlins at a little bit north of $1.40. Uh, Jesus Aguiar with the tying home run in the third. Colton Wallen went deep to lead off the game in the first. But uh, Corbin Burns against Pablo Lopez. Maybe some under-the-radar NL Cy Young candidates, I think, mm-hmm. perhaps. Uh, I know, obviously, the Dodgers get priced to the top. But I think that those two guys right in the mix, if you look at their numbers, they have been spectacular this year. We have tipped off. Jalen Brown starts things off with a three. It is a three-nothing lead for the Celtics here early. So we will continue to keep you updated on this one as we go throughout the course of the evening. Also but- a face-off in Washington. Five minutes in, no score between the Panthers and the Cavs. Oh, yeah, 0-0 zero, zero on that one. So let's get to these updated NBA futures, see if there's anything that may or may not look enticing to us. I doubt it, but hey. Maybe it will to you. So we'll go ahead and bring some of these things up here. Let's look at the Western Conference. Or we'll look at the Eastern Conference first. Uh, Heat plus 110 odds to win the Eastern Conference. Bucks plus 155. And then Celtics 
four to one to win the Eastern Conference. West, I mean, you know, look, I already have Bucks futures and things. So let me if I, let me just erase if I you know if I was mm-hmm. coming into this like absolutely clean, I would probably play the four to one on the right. on the Celtics right. just because of that just because of that number. But uh, you know, I don't know if any of these really really jump off the page. Yeah, and and I went ahead and followed too. John mm-hmm. Von Tobel was very much ahead of the curve on the Celtics, kind of their mm-hmm. resurgence right around the All Star break. So I followed suit and I played twenty to one to win the East. That's really the only future I have on that side of the bracket. But I wouldn't necessarily disagree with you because I think uh, when I was on earlier on Vison with uh, Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on the Lombardi line, I was like. You know what, guys? There's not every team has weakness. Like there's not that one team where it's like, okay, they are clearly the team to beat. Because I got asked by Tim Murray on on Vsin the other night. You know who would you say? I go maybe Phoenix, but not with a lot of conviction. And then after what we've seen with Phoenix yeah. in this series, it's like, you know, they're turning the ball over like high double digits pretty much every single game. So it's like, I know that they were the Western Conference champions, but it's like, how can you go with them? And then what you see out of the Warriors. Where where they did once they knew that they were defeated. They kind of packed it in. You're not used to seeing that out of Golden State. Like, Drew Densick was right. They tried early, but eventually they got to a spot where it's like, okay, we're done for here. So there's no one real team that I can say and pinpoint and say, okay, that's who you got to beat. They are clearly the top team, and they're going to get this done. I have no idea where to go with these futures at this standpoint. Yeah, see, I think the, I think the thing that's interesting to think about with, so like the Eastern Conference ones we're looking at, a Heat plus 110, okay? What do you think a series price would be, but whether it's the Bucks or the Celtics, between the Bucks, Celtics, and the Heat, Heat are probably going to be about, I don't, I think they'd be plus 105, plus 110, somewhere in that range anyways on a series price. I think they will be dogs even if they have the home court advantage. So I think it's just one of those, like, I wouldn't bet that because a series price, you're probably going to get better anyways. Um, Now, if you were convinced that the Bucs were going to win tonight, it might be good to pick up a piece of plus 155 because I don't think you're going to see that number after tonight. On the Western Conference side, kind of same thing with the Warriors. Like, let's say it's Warriors-Suns. What do you guys think that series price is? Because I think it's with Suns home court advantage, I'd probably go like, I mean, about a coin flip in that series, mm-hmm. maybe minus 110 each side. So, like, I don't think there's any advantage in getting a, you know, a number like betting the Warriors right now. Right. Might as well wait to see who they're, pl- you know, who they're playing, unless it ends up being the Mavericks. I, I think, guess then that would go in that. You know, I the think you could see maybe like a dollar minus a dollar 40 for Phoenix plus a dollar 20 for the Warriors, but you're right. It is going to be close to, I think, an even split. It kind of maybe reminds me a little bit of how the market bet the uh, Brooklyn, um, uh, the Brooklyn series in the uh, first round with uh, Boston, where it was kind of like a coin flip a- at the start. And then, you know, obviously went toward the uh, other side against Brooklyn after they pretty after they got swept in the first round. But I could see the Suns as a very small favorite in that series. So, yeah, I wouldn't be rushing to bet minus 105. The, the minus 105 plus 135 on the Suns, 8 to 1 on the Mavs, and then 25 to 1 on the Grizzlies. Kelly, Eight to one on the Mavericks. They're they've gotten to a game seven. Oh, I know. So you're you're one win away from not getting anywhere close to eight to one. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I will if sevens pop and they probably will. I I think I'm going to be on the Mavericks tomorrow night. I I just think that this I think rolling into a game seven. Phoenix has some problems that 
have really just snowballed through this series. Like, the Mavericks have been able to figure out a couple things. They figured out, like we were talking about earlier in the show, figure out if you just attack Chris Paul basically every series on the defensive end. Mm -hmm. The guy's just, it's just, it's sad, but it's simply, I think it's simply an age and fatigue factor where he, fine, you put him in everything on the defensive side, he's not going to be able to do much against you offensively, and the defense is going to break down over the course of the game. So, yeah, Matt, if I end up being on a piece of the Mavericks tomorrow night, I will grab something like an 8 I was going to say, you might as well put at least, a, whatever, like a quarter unit or something and, and, like and that. And we know what the Mavs are right now. I mean, the recipe for their success is, okay, they're going to shoot about 43s a game, and if they make 16 mm. of them, then they're probably going to win the game no matter who they play. You yeah. saw it against Utah in the first round. You've seen it against Phoenix. And I do got to give Dallas some credit because I think their defense has gotten better, despite the fact that obviously Phoenix is going to try to pick on Luka mm-hmm. pretty much every time in the pick and roll and the fact that Dallas really doesn't have any size so they're getting out rebounded pretty much every single game but Dallas's defense has been outstanding uh, it was really kind of Phoenix just throwing up some YOLO shots and missing in the fourth quarter last night fortunately for or two nights ago fortunately for my under in that game but that's what Dallas is going to do because they know that they don't really have a rim presence offensively so they're going to shoot a bunch of threes basically and kind of let Luka try to create one on one and he's gotten the better of Devin Booker in this series for certain. We are we have we have established already early on what is going on in this game. Um it is it is Giannis getting into the paint and trying to get to the rim. This is already his third trip yes. to the free throw line and the Celtics have taken six shots in this game. All six from three. Mm-hmm. So they uh, they have taken six shots from three. Again, we know that the Bucks give up a ton of three-point attempts. And we but, know that Giannis gets a ton of foul yeah. calls as well. I mean, and he doesn't get the travel called on him very often either. I guess when you're the best player in the world, you get those perks. The, the Celtics are three of six from downtown in this one. Again, they have taken all six of their shots from Three. We'll uh, go ahead and look at these late baseball games yet again, see if any of these lines have changed, see if there's anything you guys want to get involved with. We'll also take a look at some of these NL East odds as well. It is primetime action here on a Friday. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 
Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 